Hello my friend, welcome to Super Empowered Angels Podcast episode number 18 In this episode, we are going to peel off layer 5 to get to your true joy, the happiness from within It's your limiting belief systems There are those belief systems that are holding you back So, how can you create a powerful belief system to replace those and how can you create awareness of those limiting belief systems and completely annihilate them? Veronica Tugaliva said, Cards is your natural setting. You do not need to become courageous, but rather peel back the layers of self-protective limiting beliefs that keep you small. That's really powerful there. It's the limiting beliefs that are keeping us small. In order for a person to feel free in moving forward to what they want to create in their lives is to feel it on a day-to-day basis. Are you excited to peel off the second layer? It means like the fifth layer from outside in. So we're going from outside in so like peeling an onion the first we peeled was the the sixth layer it was the desire and today in this episode we are peeling off the limiting belief systems which is the fifth layer i know i am excited okay beliefs in general are unconscious in other words we're not aware of them unfortunately most of our ways of thinking were handed down by kind people or not so kind people (laughs) who didn't know they were handing down mind viruses which zap our good mojos here are some thoughts and tools for you to use to eliminate those pesky viruses The simple way to eliminate them is just by being aware. It's like flipping the switch to turn on a light in a dark room. The darkness just disappear. So let's introduce the light into our belief systems by becoming aware of them and recognizing most of them. Once we've done that, We can change them by replacing them with more rewarding beliefs that bring us joy rather than blocking it. Roger Ebert said, We are put on this planet only once, and to limit ourselves to the familiar is a crime against our minds. Here's my question to you. Do you ever... Hold yourself back from either experiencing or expressing joy? You probably know a few people who are always laughing and seems to bring sunshine 
wherever they go. They're just simply happy and crack themselves up so easily. And when you're in not so happy mood, you just feel like grabbing them and strangle them. When was the last time you feel like letting yourself act like that? Take a moment to just being lively and bubbly. At that moment when all you talk about is positive things and how excited you are about your day. But you stifle yourself. You hold it in. And why would you hold it in? Is it because someone might get offended or get annoyed? Someone might think you are bragging? There are also people in, in our society who love to talk about negative things and that's how they connect. They are so negative that if you left them in the dark, they develop by themselves. <laughs> they get excited about, about negative things and they just pull you down. They constantly talk about how much life sucks. And you walk in and you're like, Miss Pollyanna grinning ear to ear. Your day is just awesome. Then you feel like you're being one of those annoying, very irritating people, right? That's why you block yourself from feeling joyful. You definitely don't want to annoy them, right? No, 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 no. Who cares if they get annoyed? Who cares if they get irritated? You go express your joy and have fun. Do it for yourself, not for anybody else. Because you deserve to have fun. You deserve to be joyful. Maybe they will even join you. Who knows? I've done that many times. Somebody's being grumpy and I'm just being silly and then I bring them up to a better mood and start laughing. So, let me share what Buddha had to say about this. He said that thousands of candles can be lighted from a single candle and the life of the single candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. So next time you find yourself holding back your good news, uh, your good mojo, think about this quote. Stop talking about the negative things because you're just gonna bring more negative things. You're attracting them by, by putting energy into the negative things, things that you don't want. So just because that's what's normal in our society, it doesn't mean you live your life that way. And here's another great quote that I love to share with you. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous? talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. 
your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That's from Marianne Williamson. These belief systems tell us we're not worthy. The belief systems that tell us that we're not supposed to brag. These are like collective belief systems. They are all garbage. Here's one of the major sources of my limiting beliefs. When I was in second grade, my teacher was pregnant. During her maternity leave, a substitute teacher was assigned to teach us. I can still picture Miss Bautista's curly, wet look, black hair. Her super red lipstick and her buggy eyes that almost about to jump out to chase me. She made her students' lives very difficult the first day she took over our class. She created three rules. Rule number one, students must have their nails trimmed. Rule number two, students must bring a handkerchief every day. Rule number three, students must bring their gardening tools or machete daily. So first thing in the morning, right after the flag ceremony, we stayed outside to work in the flower garden and chop the tall grass in the, in the lawn. That's why we were required to bring our gardening tools or machete to chop the tall grass to keep the lawn neat. Imagine a child here in America bring a machete to school. Oh no! My children weren't even allowed to bring a steak knife with their lunch. If they're having steak for their lunch, I have to cut it into small pieces before I pack them. One afternoon, I was in a hurry to go home and I forgot to take my gardening tool under my school desk. The next morning, my tool was gone. Guess what happened next? When she found out that I didn't have a tool, she made me put my hand on my desk. She then whacked the tip of my fingers with her bamboo stick three times. I almost peed my pants. It's from the excruciating pain. Not to mention being humiliated in front of my classmates. Tears rolled down my cheeks, biting my lips, restraining myself from saying something that would lead me to even bigger trouble. And of course, a few weeks later, we had rainy days which seems forever. None of us had a car and our school didn't provide school buses. We actually had to walk to school rain or shine. 
No one in our area owned a washer and dryer either. So laundry was not drying fast enough. Miss Bautista also demanded that after the yard work, we wash our hands. There was an old wall pump that we could wash up. After we cleaned up, we can enter the classroom. We all sat in our designated seats, hands on top of our desk with the handkerchief next to our hands. During the rainy season, our laundry didn't dry for days. My mom tied strings across our little hut from wall to wall to hang our wet laundry. One morning, I begged my mom to give me a handkerchief because I know for sure that Miss Bautista will punish me for not having one. No handkerchief is dry enough for me to use, so my mom took a piece of scrap fabric. She trimmed the edges to make it look smooth. Then she folded it to hide the raw edges. That was my handkerchief for the day. At inspection time, Miss Bautista walked up to each desk to make sure everyone has a handkerchief and every nail is trimmed. She noticed that my handkerchief didn't look like a normal handkerchief. So, she abruptly grabbed it from my desk and gave it a good shaking to unfold it. Then, with a very loud, obnoxious voice, she asked the students, Class, is this thing look like a handkerchief? No, replied the students. Yep, you guessed it. She whacked my hands, which already on top of my desk with her bamboo stick, hitting the base of my fingernails. I actually squirted a little pee this time. I was twisting from pain and my fists were clenched tight. I wanted to punch her in the face. Then she raised her stick again asking, Do you want to fight me? Who do you think you are? You are nobody. I put my head down and said, No. Inside I was saying, I will get you later and you wouldn't even know it. During class, she was talking about how her birthday is coming up and she will be 29 years old. I wasn't sure what she expected her student to do for her birthday, but I sure had a terrific idea. Her birthday fell on a Monday. So that weekend, I got busy collecting things for her birthday present. Mind you guys. I put a lot of thought and effort to make her gift so special that she will remember it for the rest of her life. My mom was wondering why I was out in the field for hours. After I gathered what I wanted to give her, I found a small box to put everything in. We didn't have any gift wrapping paper, which back then I didn't even know such thing existed. but. I used a brown paper bag and I draw some flowers using my crayons and to make it pretty. I've always loved drawing and painting. I walked to school a little earlier that Monday with 
the gift inside my homemade school bag, making sure no one will see me carrying it to school. I peeked in the classroom and nobody was there. I ran in and set the special gift on Miss Bautista's desk. Then I ran back out to play with the other kids um, before getting in line for the flag ceremony. Of course, the anticipation of seeing her open her gift keeps me smiling during the flag ceremony, yard work, and inspection. Then she addressed the gift sitting on her desk. She grinned ear to ear, holding the little pretty gift on her hand, saying, Who's the thoughtful one that remembered that today is my birthday? No one raised their hands. I sat on my desk innocently, but in my mind, I was screaming, Open it already! She carefully unwrapped the box. With excitement, she opened the box. She asked, Are you ready to see what's in it? I like to keep you in suspense. Spiders ran out of the box, crawling on her hands and up to her hair and face. Then the centipedes fell on her desk and down the floor and ran up to her leg. Miss Bautista was screaming and jumping and then passed out. Most of us thought it was so funny to see a bully teacher look so scared. A few of the students went out to call the principal and along with other teachers to help Miss Bautista. They hesitated to come into the room when they heard about the spiders and centipedes. They each held a broom in their hands just in case the spider comes after them. I forgot to mention, I used to play with spiders. I didn't grow up with store-bought toys, so spiders were one of the things that kept me occupied. Not too long after that event, my parents moved to a different area. But even years later, the abuse still lingered in my subconscious mind. Here are some of the limiting beliefs that were holding me back and robbed me of the fulfilling life I desired. Yes, at a very young age, I learned that I have to protect myself from abusive people. Those circumstances became the root of my limiting beliefs that I am not good enough, I can't trust other people, if I try, they will make fun of me. If I make a mistake, they'll get mad at me and punish me. No one likes me because I am poor. I'm not smart enough. I'm not adorable enough. My dad didn't love me. No man or someone else would. I mess things up. I can't do things right. My English is not good enough. I am born poor and will die poor. I don't have the DNA that rich people have. And here's a good one. Don't cry. Just have fun getting even. This one was my favorite and I am pretty sure it contributed to why my first marriage didn't work out. Whenever my first husband did something that offended me, I made sure I come up with something fun to get even. 
like burying the food that I cook in the snow so he won't find it or running the hot water in the sink and running the dishwasher while he is taking a shower upstairs I'm laughing my head off while he is cussing and swearing I know now that these beliefs are the biggest lies that I have been telling myself these limiting beliefs that have robbed me of being truly happy and held me back from being successful whatever your limiting beliefs are know that they are not what you believe that is your core but yet they are in your subconscious mind playing and directing what you do in your life we might not have chosen these beliefs but we agreed with them we go along with them choose to stop agreeing and be the boss of your own thought here are some limiting beliefs that tend to be pretty common children should be seen and not heard so you tend to not say anything even when you have a great idea and we came from a poor family so we will always be poor you accepted the fact that you will always be poor so you don't believe your ideas is great the love of money is the root of all evil so when you think of the money you feel guilty and so you're always scraping for a little money although money can't buy happiness the lack of money can surely buy a ton of misery just imagine you need something and you don't have the money so you're miserable and the list could go on and on these limiting beliefs were passed down to us by our ancestors teachers church leaders or other influencers in our life unfortunately we are not aware that they're implanting the limiting beliefs in our mind have you ever thought about that how we package our words also affects how we feel about something or our situations just like if you go to work by saying i have to go to work you created that little feeling to it that you don't want to go to work because you have to it's a belief system because you don't do anything about it it's a choice you make you tell yourself you have to and then it makes it a negative experience for you so try changing the word have to to get to i get to go to work i get to clean my house i get to pay my bills doesn't it feel more joyful doesn't it feel better there are many people who can't they don't have a job to go to they don't have a house to clean because they live on the street they don't have the money to pay their bills so they can't pay their bills i have the money to pay my bills that's why i get to pay it isn't that exciting i get to because I am in the position where I actually can. 
and it's the better choice. It's the joy we are after, right? That's the whole purpose of it. I get to go to work because I have a job. I'm able to drive myself to work. Can you see how these little tiny beliefs that are so common and so normal to everybody? Beliefs that tend to be very negative, but if you can turn them around, it can bring a lot of joy to your life. Think about it. Richard Bach said, Argue for your limitations, and sure enough, they're yours. So yeah, keep arguing about your limitations, and it, you're just gonna get stuck there. Take the time and rewire those belief systems and have fun with them because that's what this is all about. So here's the guided action exercise in rewiring your belief systems. It isn't what you have or who you are or where you are or what you are doing that makes you happy or unhappy. It is what you think about. Dale Carnegie said that. What are the circumstances in your life that created the negative beliefs and have been holding you hostage in achieving the life of your dreams? Are you ready to blast those beliefs out of your life so you can start attracting the great things which really belongs to you? Are you willing to do what it takes to transform your whole being to be ready to receive the blessings that God has in store for you? If you are ready, then I urge you to take the time to do the next exercise in this episode. Each exercise is designed to completely transform you into be the person God made you to be. Your results depending on how much work you put in. Do this for yourself, not for any other reason. Do this now. Get a notebook or legal pad to use for exercises throughout this episode. Okay, if you don't have a notebook or anything to write on right now, pause this and get your pen and paper, notebook, legal pad, and do this exercise. It will do you a lot of good. So ready? What are the phrases are you conditioned to believe? Can you think of others? Do you believe they are all true? Yes or no? Can you see any fears you develop because of them? Can you see any way in which they have limited you? Can you see how you would be happier with different beliefs? How? Write it down. What are some new beliefs you'd prefer to have instead? Changing your self-talk or what-ifs. Many times, we use what-ifs in a negative way. For example, people say, what if I fail? What if I get rejected? And so on. These what ifs take away our ability 
to feel joy because they put fear in us which stops us from doing what we really want in life. Set your intentions in turning your what-ifs into positive ones. What if I become successful? What if they'll love me who I am? Remember, the subconscious mind is powerful and it will look for whatever you tell it to look for. By saying what if something amazing happened, your mind automatically will begin scanning your life for amazing things. Isn't that cool? What negative what ifs do you often think? Rewrite new positive ones below. Here's how it works. Write your old what ifs and then below it, write down your new what ifs. Repeat the sequence of all, write all your old what ifs and then below your old what ifs, write your new what ifs. And then your old what ifs, your new what ifs until you get all that out of your system and so you can live a positive abundant life and i would love you to live a fulfilling life and a joyful life so thank you for tuning in today until next time so let me know email me comment let me know how this feeling of the layers is helping you change your life and getting you closer to the happiness from within that you are seeking so more blessings to you stay tuned in for my next episode until we get all this layer peeled off and this is Jean Amore wishing you the best of everything in life namaste